Welcome back to Movie Trailer Beach Podcast. Your host Chris here with Ro and Brandon, and we are here to review Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales catapults across the multi- multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting the very existence. Protecting its very existence when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat. Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. Um, we've actually changed directors here. It is uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller and David Callum. Uh, who was it before? Was it Peter Ramsey? It was a Ramsey involved. I know that. I don't know. Oh, it, might, it probably was Peter. Ramsey. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was listed as he's listed as a producer credit, but he was removed as. Uh, yeah, pretty sure Peter Ramsey did uh, the first one. Um, yeah, what did you guys think? I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, I I liked everything about it. I liked how they wrapped the the, the I guess the cold opening, the first fifteen before we actually got the real title card around to the cliffhanger ending, which if you didn't know, this there is a cliffhanger ending. This is a two parter. Um, I I I I I like the pickup of the story. I loved how they played with the ideas of the multiverse. Um to give them the opportunity to bring in more characters from like one shots and other series. I love the pacing. It kept moving. And I think light sound composition character design wise, this is some of the best animation, if not the best animated movie that I've seen in well, five years. <laughs> Maybe longer. Because I, I really I really enjoyed this. I think mileage is gonna vary for some people. Um, but I think we've been saying that about all the movies at this point, where if, um, you know, walking instead of running is how you keep up, you may not be able to. If, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you right there. I usually wait to you. If your mileage varies on this movie, your mileage, you get terrible gas mileage. Like, you, you terrible. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to entertain those folks. No, no, no. I, look, it, it, it's, it's, I... You can, you I can, love you can, comics. You can, you can, I love you can, these you types can, of movies. Bro, I also love anime. Bro. I love, but I have started to notice a trend of people who That's like fine. their stories, and it's not because they're slow. They That's like fine. them to be a lot more streamlined. They like less points of views, less less narrative weaving. And if that's the kind of movie that's your jam right now, that's fine. They're so you, trash. I'm sorry. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that is a bigger increase kind of thing from the first film to the second. It's so yeah, I'm I'm acknowledging that for some people, you know, multi POV may may not be your bag. I mean, you'll be all right. You'll still enjoy it. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I thought it was a damn near flawless, even when I didn't necessarily like some of the narrative direction. Just but that's because I always have problems with that in comics. There isn't a thing about this movie that I would change, other than the fact I wish they had already given me the soundtrack so I could play it. What y'all think? Brown, let's um, go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the hell else really you could ask for. And my only worry at this point is that Beyond the Spider Verse is not going to be as good as this was. Like this could be on some Dark Knight shit, and. I I don't know, man. Like for me, after like the first thing I thought of was like when walking out the theater was this film actually earned two parts. But also, this is typically how trilogies work. 
the middle film will get a cliffhanger style ending or an incomplete ending to lead you into the third film. So that just makes sense. And after watching films like Fast and fucking Doom, it's nice to actually see a film that understands how to do a fucking trilogy and break a story up into two parts because they told a complete story in one film and did not have enough time to continue with the story that they were telling. Like, it, it's, I'm sorry, but there are just better fucking films than other films, and it's just not a, oh, an enjoyment thing. Like, you can enjoy some shit and critique it for what it is. There's a reason that these films are so good, and it's because the people that create them actually care about the products that they're putting out, love the characters that they're developing, and want to put out an amazing fucking product that's memorable. Like, there's no way you watch this film and pick up everything in one setting. Or, or your second watch, or your third watch. There's so much Spider-Man love in this movie. It's it it it's mind-numbing to a point. It's just like, bro, I'm still trying to get over the last Easter egg. I'm still trying to get over the last homage. Right? This film is jam-packed with them, and it keeps doing it. Then we get into the voice casting. Like, I made a comment. I, I think I was talking to Shanna about Little Mermaid and this thing that Disney is kind of doing where they're musicals, but they're not necessarily casting people who can sing that great or can sing that great for a musical. And the fact that Haley just kind of outshined everybody in Little Mermaid with her fucking amazing ass voice. And, and, and I kind of made the comment of the other thing that they do is they like to cast popular people to voice characters who don't have any real voice talent. Spider-Verse cast people who, who, were the, who became those characters. Like, Issa Rae was so good as her character. You know, Spider-Punk, they, like, they're, they're, they were so good. Oscar Isaac was so good as his character. And then you got to see the growth with the main characters. You got to see the growth with Haley. You got to see the growth with, um, what's, what's that boy's name? I always want to say, I want to, I want to call sure. him RZA, but that's not, I'm not RZA. I want to call him uh, I'm blanking. Shameek, fucking Shameek blanking. Moore. Are you talking about Shameek Moore? Are Shameek you? Moore, but I don't want to call him Shameek. I want to call him uh, Lord. oh boy for Wu Tang, like Raekwon. I just want to call him the chef. Like I, I just want to call him the chef now all the time because he embodied that character the same way he embodied Miles's character in this film. Even the parent characters, right? You know, everybody in this film is an amazing voice actor. The animation is just a whole nother fucking discussion of just, wow. The fact that they took the time to make sure every verse they went through is drawn differently to an extreme capacity. But it's not messy. Like, it's chaotic, but it's not messy. And I know we're talking about there are some people who moving fast is not really their thing. But I, I also, I gotta go. I'm not necessarily siding with Chris's comment in full, but I also gotta push back on that because Into the Spider Verse was not a slow film. That film was chaotic as shit, with the animation and everything too, and it moved fast. Honestly, it moved fast the way a Spider-Man film should do. The way a film, a Spider-Man film that is animation, is gonna just work better when done well, with with the with the lack of limitations that a real live action film has with this character. And these creators, Lord and Ramsey in the first one, 
they have been able to they 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 knew exactly what they wanted to do with this character and i feel like they pushed the limits on that screen constantly with either the story the voice or the action and animation and this film feels like it's 40 minutes because it does not have a it doesn't really have a slow moment if it, if things slow down it's to get back to the drama of the story where then it starts to tug on your heartstrings and get you in your fucking feeling. And if that isn't happening, it turns into an action, just a completely action-packed Spider-Man film. Like, there's nothing else to call it. You can call it a, an animation cartoon and an action film. You can call all this. This is quintessentially a fucking Spider-Man film through and through. I don't know if they're ever going to make a Spider-Man animation trilogy or series that is going to be better than this one they can try but like this is what a spider-man film should look and feel like in a theater this this movie is just fucking amazing sorry yeah i was muted uh yeah um i'm just gonna say just go ahead and uh give that oscar for best animated film now like i don't i mean just when they when they come in with these just go ahead and just Put it to the side. We know what gets it. I'm sorry. Just nothing's going to top this. Sorry. Uh, and I hear what you guys are saying. Hey, you know, people had different strokes and different, you know, different strokes for different folks. Like, seriously, if you have a problem with this film, I, I don't wonder why, why are you even watching these films? Why even show up to the theater at this point? Sorry. I, I, I hear you that people have, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not even entertaining <laughs> that shit. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it like, I, think I know you're not. I'm just saying you're speaking stop. for the, you're speaking just, for the folks that I don't care to hear from at this point. With these kind of films, like no, I'm not. When, I'm not speaking those people. I thought is, this movie was damn near flawless. I thought I what, started right. with that, but so, I do also recognize and acknowledge that. Sorry, sorry, but I'm just, I'm just saying I don't. I don't. I don't care. I, at this point, I've gotten to the point where I've seen too many films this year that we've getting passes for that don't make. Like no, like this is probably one of the best films this year, if not the best films we've seen this year. Best the most, the most, so the most complete film, top to bottom that we have seen. I'm talking about save the Oscar for animated. I would say at this point, it's probably one of the front winners for just any best film. It just is. Why? It gets you everything you need. It, especially when you compare it to the films we see before. Like we just saw Fast, that did a shitty cliffhanger at the end that was not earned. Right? This film to the point I'm getting to the point I'm watching this. I'm like, ain't no way they're gonna wrap all this up. Wait, and I didn't know that they was. A, I didn't know there was gonna be a three part. I didn't know they had already set aside and we're ready to do beyond the spider i didn't know it was coming so to me that was a shot coming i was like oh we we oh, this, are we just really going to do this this film is so, is so good i'm over here looking at sony going like wait are you sure that kevin feige ain't some kind of ghost producer on this because ain't no way amy pascal uh, avid air ain't no way y'all is y'all everything else y'all do with spider-man that's not tied to the mcu is trash y'all over trying to do a a Venom movies, you're over here trying to do a Craven the, the Hunter, and then somehow you come out with this that is so good that, quite frankly, I know we can all see it, and we'll get into more of this when we do spoilers, this is how they're going to get a live-action Miles Morales film. I can see how they can transition from this trilogy into turning it into live-action Miles Morales, and I'm like, they could pull it off, right? Like, that's how good this stuff is. Which is why I get it, right? We want to give room for people that have different opinions and different. I, I just don't at this point. I'm sorry. It just we have seen a downgrade in 
film since the pandemic. We just have, right? Yep. There have been rushed. There's been things. Yeah. This film doesn't have that. It is one of those things that, let's be honest, too. When, we, when people found out that Peter Ramsey wasn't coming back as a director and they were doing People were like, ooh, mm, I don't know. Good? It was a creative difference. What's going to happen? And the, everybody was kind of, this one was actually, it, it's improved. It's even better. Like, not saying there's anything wrong with Into the Spider-Verse. They took that film, matured it, made it even better. It's like when coming to Jedi Survivor after playing Fallen Order. It's like, ooh, damn, y'all just, y'all done sucked your game up, right? The animation style itself, which could be cut off guard. They went even deeper into it with the multiverse. And the way they changed around between there and how they did that kind of stuff and the, the animation on that, it's, this is, again, I'm just like, what are we talking about here, folks? Ain't, no, ain't nobody come close. Ain't nobody we've Bro, seen over the last two, in. three years that even come close to what you see on this film, flat out. They threw you into the new animation. They opened up the fucking film and gave you an amazing story to start this off with, right. with this new animation. They were like, y'all gonna get this shit. Y'all going to love it. Y'all going to take it. You're going to put it in your veins, and you're going to be stealing people's TVs. There, there, there's, there's a character in here that I know uh, D-Pomp's going to lose his shit over, but the animation style on that is basically like the 90s comic book style, and even the way this character does an inner monologue every time he shows up, I, I again, it's things like that where, I, as a comic I, book fan, right, I almost lost my shit every time he did it. I was like, this is fucking clear. The first time he did it, I didn't understand it. Then I was like, oh my God, I get what they're doing now. Oh my God, this is fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's like, it's things like that. Like, uh, Brandon caught something that uh, Genki's doing that I didn't really catch at first. When you called it out, I was like, son of a bitch, that's what he's doing. He's, Yo, like it was, and I was I, looking at it. It's just my eyes diverted to that. I was like, they better not be. And then I looked at the joint and I was like, they are. See, they, they are having fun. They are having so it's, much fun. They're right. giving you so, they're giving your, it's, they're giving your eyes so much shit to play with. Right. On screen in every scene. Right. And, and then when, again, and then we're not even talking about, like you touched on it, but the dialogue. Right. The fucking dialogue. It goes from emotional to funny to like it gives you the full gambit of it. It's it 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 gives you an understanding of what it is to be Spider Man, a Spider Person, Moss Morales, and why Moss is different. Like they're telling that unique story, and and for those who also read the comics, understand the the progression of Moss Morales, the way they are telling the story in animation with Moss Morales, kind of shows you what. Miles Morales is one of the, is, is the most successful character that came out of the Ultimate Universe, flat out. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for uh, Jonathan Hickman, he'd probably be the only uh, Miles Morales would be the only character that actually transitioned over to something that we still have now. Single handedly, the most successful Ultimate character ever. To the point of they decided, like, let's go ahead and bring him back into the regular six one six because uh, he's that popular. This is up to this is something that Marvel hasn't done with characters. It's something that DC has kind of forgotten. DC did this with uh, Wally West and The Flash. Right? He's why Deep Palm and I are big Wally West fans because for 30 fucking years, Wally West was The Flash. If you grew up at any point in the last 30 years looking at who The Flash was between, was it 1980-something to like, to like 2009 when Barry Allen came back, your Flash was, was Wally West, right? Marvel doesn't really kind of do that. You used to always have these, these you know, Iron Man is... Tony Stark, how much they changed it. The only character that can really say that they ever took the mantle and people went with, Miles Morales. Miles, Miles Morales is Spider-Man, no question. And it gave 
Marvel ability to go back to having a teenage spider, a teenage Spider-Man, and it turns out this was a black Latino character, Afro Latino character, to do that, right? Single-handedly, one of the most successful characters they've ever done in recent memory, right? And now Sony is taking that and then put it into into animation, and the story they're telling is setting up to now turn it into doing the same thing with animation, so that people go when they think Spider-Man, they're going to think Miles Morales, and there's an Great way that they could then transition this to live action because Tom Holland ain't going to be Peter Parker that much longer. There's a great way for them to continue to do this. And Into the Spider-Verse is their thing. Everything else that... It feels like at this point, everything else that Sony is doing with their villain characters might be just treading water until they finally do the long game with Miles Morales of what they're doing here. And it's to the point of... I, have to, I can't believe I'm giving Sony credit because they're so terrible at everything else they fucking do. It's like they sat down with, with Kevin Feige, so this, we don't even put my name on it. Here, here's your here's your ten year plan for Spider Man. You're gonna start it with animation. You're gonna start it with Miles Morales, and when you watch it across the Spider Verse, you're going like, oh my god, they can actually do it. Like I'm not even. It's not even one of those things of could they do it? Like, is it possible? It's like they're they're gonna fucking do it because it's right there. It's it's they'd be stupid not to because this is just. It's, it's, again, the best movie we've probably seen the last couple of years, hands down. Animation is there. The way they change between animation, the way they use, they basically turn a comic book into, into film, right? Like, again, yeah, I would just, I don't know what else to say. Like, the gamut of emotions that I felt while watching this, it was just like, I was just having small implosions throughout this whole film. And then... And and I don't read I don't read comics like that, right? I definitely didn't grow up reading Spider Man comics. I definitely probably read one or two Spider Man comics like issues, if that, but not like a whole run. And I'm watching this, and I'm having this realization that I just get from that I that I appreciated, but I'm getting from watching this film, and I'm kind of like, yo, is is Spider Man like the most broken character? Yes. Yeah, that's the whole person. Like, yeah. and like that's 100%. the point of this shit is that they have like they, they've developed this this mindset that they like they are supposed like they're self harming, like they are supposed to put up with this shit and just like continue to roll with the fucking punches. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, Miles is the only one here who's like and that. Um, that's, actually, that's the that's the greatest thing about the character of uh-huh. Miles Morales is that's that's how they distinguish it. Yes. The being that is the that is the great distinction between Peter Parker, even to the point of when in the comics they 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 in in Ultimate Verse they do end up killing um Miles's mother. I think his father also, right? His mother definitely. But what they did when they brought him to six one six, one of the things Jonathan Hitman did is the gift that the Hulkamil gives him is his mother's back. I think his entire family might be back. So when they brought him in there, Miles comes in. He is not only has a family, but like there's there's a great image of him swinging. I think swinging through through the city with his baby sister, right? Because he has a family. He's the he's the Spider Man that isn't broken. Now, of course, different writers come in and change that and say you got to have a broken Spider Man things like that. But no, that's the whole purpose. And what they did here in the movie is use that as a fundamental. What does it mean to be a Spider Man? And you literally have Miles Morales because he is different. How do you differentiate him? He was like, 
No, he has a he's he's not a, he's not from a broken family. He didn't get raised by his aunt and uncle. He got raised by his parents. He has strong family ties. It ties into his Afro Latino heritage. Like all that is there. That's what makes him different. That's what makes him strong. And it's like it took off. And so yes, they then took that and they put that into this story. It made it a centralized piece of the story. And you're like, damn, that's good. And that's actually this is this is what we mean when you say make an adaptation is. Take the core of the character. The core of Maz's character is his family. So what it is. And they also and they also take that entire sense of self-awareness that like the realization that you just had be about is Spider-Man the broken character. They bring that self-awareness into what they're doing in the Spider-Verse animated movies in a way that we don't get until the very last live action Tom Holland Spider-Man. And that's why it 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 kicks the way that it does. I don't think that you have to be all deep in the paint with the comics to appreciate Miles Morales the way that maybe you have to with some of the other things that they're doing because they they're the animation allows them to give signals like like you said they opened with the new you know they they bring in a whole pastel palette like the way they're using black and whites in here the way that they can give you verbal signals about how they do all these things but then they still built this core story and they did it twice over i can't say exactly how because that's a spoiler but when you start talking about the concept of family i know then uh ben diesel is at home somewhere gnashing his teeth because you know you know they to took, they, took they took the whole between the the cliffhanger and the whole idea of this being really about being about family they they yeah. literally take it's, it's funny how it's always funny when there's a movie that doesn't do it right and then literally a few weeks later a movie that does it right comes out right after it this is a perfect example right. of this going like oh my it, it was something. It was around the time we, when John Wick came out. We saw that something before it came out. We're like, "This is how you fucking do it, right?" Same thing happened here with Spider Verse. You're like, "Oh, we have family. You have an ensemble cast. How do we give it so that you get?" And, and what they also did is Miles is still the center of the character, but they also find a way to bring in more Spider Gwen, another great character. Because I'm not looking at this going like, "Yo, we have that Spider Man Two game coming out at the end of this year, man. If y'all don't find a way to bring in some Spider Gwen." Uh, into that can't like find a way to do it because I, I, I want to play a Spider Gwen. Because the, if they if they're going to continue to do the Spider Man games, which they are, it's one of their biggest selling IPs now. Like I don't, there's no way they're they're not going to bring this character in. There's not right. they're, they're, they have to right because there's as much as males act like whole toxic asses on the internet, they will okay. pay extra twenty twenty five bucks for a a fucking you know addition onto the game they already brought. And then waiting to see if they're going to do a third one with one of them as the lead. It, it's just, it's so, it's so, <laughs> if you're talking about like branding and marketing to an extreme, this film has it to every degree. I was in a conversation uh, about sneakers the other night on Twitter, literally last night on, on Twitter, in Twitter spaces. And the, co- the, the comment was made, how do y'all feel about the new, um, the, the new Spider Jordan ones, right? And I wore mine to the screen. And I was just like, that was a shoe that I looked at and I went, I don't like it as much as the origin stories from 2016 or whatever, but I still copped a pair because I was like, I feel like what's going to happen is I'm going to see across the Spider-Verse and I'm going to wish I had those fucking shoes. And that is exactly what happened. It's that film made me love those shoes even more because of the way they're depicted in the film and the way everything else plays into the character of Miles. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna want things from this film after you see it. I can tell you one thing that this film could get away with 
releasing limit, limitless, limitless pieces of poster work and artwork. Man, yeah. the way they could get all my money. Fucking amazing shots. The shot with Gwen and her father, when he has, when he, when, when they have their whole, when they headbutt, that shot is beautiful. I would hang that poster 2436 on my wall with no regret. That is a beautiful shot. And it's constant throughout this whole film. And I also think that's a beautiful moment, like on an emotional level. Like, like if you if you like Spider Gwen, if you like Miles, you're gonna get those moments, like where where they really kind of dig into not just the motivation, but the expectation and the standard of how they need to feel. So, like sometimes I feel like soundscape wise and visually, people do like visual drops that they they don't earn it with the dialogue that's happening. I felt like these were like almost all flawless victories with the way that everything felt earned. Like when the music changed and twisted over, like when you had a deeply resonant moment and then they would kind of do some whitewash wipeout from one transition of color scheme to another, every single thing in here felt 100% earned at the moment that it was happening as it pulled you deeper and transitioned you into something else. But yeah, I, I, I think I said, when we were leaving, the first thing I was like, I really hope they drop stills from this movie because I want to buy stuff. How do you not? How how do you not drop stills from this film? Like, if there's not a Miles versus, I'm not going to spoil it, shot. <laughs> if there isn't one, if there's not a face-to-face Miles shot here, bruh, how? how? How is that? How does that not become a thing? Just like the Upside Down poster for the first film was the best thing coming out of that film before you actually saw the film. Th- that shot has to be a poster. It's one of the most, it's one of the biggest points in the film. It has to be a poster. I mean, I, 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 I don't, there, there's a moment like relatively early on where I was kind of getting annoyed with what they were doing with the police in this movie. And then when it, got to the third act and you kind of saw what was happening, I realized that I had been cluing in more to the job than the people who held that job. And I swear to God, it was a kick in the face. And then there was another moment where they kind of just line up on a shot at the top of a building. And if they don't give us that mm-hmm. as something I can buy, because like, it's that, there. that's what I mean. Like every beat in here, there's some kind of emotional resonance. Like this is one of the first movies that I've seen that as soon as I was finished watching it, not only did I want to see it again, I wanted to go watch the first movie again, like immediately. It made me want to go back and immerse myself and reintroduce myself because everybody got these unique character designs for how these characters were drawn. And I wanted to go back and immediately see the beginning to the evolution of where they are now because I understood why it took them five years. If this is what we get with them taking their time and like you guys said, really thinking out and parsing out what they're doing with the stories and who's in the director's seat and light and composition teams that they bring in, I will wait every single time. Well, I think it's also not only did it take five years for that, but technically what they also did is they they wrote wrote two movies. Because the second one comes out nine months from now. comes out in 2024. So we're not even going to have to wait another five years. So they took that time. What I feel like, and I don't know much about the production, I wouldn't be shocked to find out that they started working on this the pandemic happened, they were like, well, let's instead of trying to rush and get it out there, 
Let's go back in the lab. Let's break it into two movies and, and, and do twice the work. And then we release it back to back. So they're trying to rush out something. I think they went out and took the time and said, let's do it. Let's, 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 what if we had twice the time now? What if we had two movies instead? Right? This is one of those animated films that also is longer than you would expect. Most animated films come in. I don't remember how long the first one was, but it's probably around two hours because it's not your, you know, again, animated films are usually what? 90 minutes? No, no, this thing is like two hours and 15. And it earns every minute of it. It didn't feel that long. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, Except for the really people that, you know, for that one lady when we were leaving, Brandon, I was just like, I, I could tell she was even annoying the dude she was with. She was sort of like, what you Yeah, mean? she was like, God, this is like dude, two hours. This is going to be ending soon. And I'm thinking. And I think he was like, I'm, he was like, well, I want a divorce. I was looking at <laughs> I was I like I like from the pers- from my perspective, it, I was also in my seat going, "Oh my god, this needs to end." It's because it's my like it's, it's causing them heart palpitations. It's too much going on. Okay, wanting it to stop because you are stressed and can't take anymore, and wanting it to stop because you're just ready to be done are completely different things. Is that we had to be pressed that's, the that's entire why. second act? I was pressed. Yeah, that's why now, I was my team. <laughs> yeah, no, I was fair enough. But no, I was pressed for the whole second act of this movie, especially once I realized, like, when they introduced, like, I love how they introduced Miguel and Jessica in this movie. I thought it was, like, perfect. Uh, and then, like, I didn't realize, like, I don't know why it didn't dawn on me before that Jason Schwartzman was playing the voice of a character. So, like, when his voice first came out, I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to go nowhere good. He's got great range, even when you can't see his face. And then it just kept getting better for every character. Like, you know, like, like I forgot Oscar Isaac was playing Miguel O'Hara. Like, it just fell I into the... When he got pissed... Yeah, then like, you yeah, knew. Like, yeah, then you knew. Then you knew. But, right, like, Daniel he... Kaluuya's Spider-Punk? Yo, Daniel Kaluuya owned that fucking character dog and then the animation he did for it was perfect like there's yeah. a scene where Miles is like how are you even cool yada 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 and I'm just like bro yeah I need I that on a t-shirt <laughs> because I need to see the different iterations they did for designing his character and with how they finally settled on this one because you know through and through his, I think his his part in the film was one that made me start to wonder what was going on with the rest of the spiders, like the spider men, women. Cause he was, cause he was different. I was like, what? He's, you know, he's, I know he's talking about, you know, you know, fuck the system and the government and the law, da da da. And that's all, that's very punk. I was like, but there's something else going on here. And then when you, when he really just is like blatantly doing things, I was like, oh. He's been seeing some shit they haven't been seeing for a while now. I mean, that's what that's what I thought was really smart, how they wrapped it back in with the moment that he had with his father that's in the trailer that kind of gets played for laughs. But when you actually see it in context, it, it's, it's got some heft to it, especially as it carries throughout the rest of the movie. But then the moment that he has with his mother and that conversation that he has early, early on with her and then later when you see what's happening with Spider-Punk and how he's behaving and some of the things that he says to him, it's like the difference between uh, fate, inevitability and destiny and free will. And I love how they blended all of those different things in together without ever taking it away from feeling like we're still looking at the world outside your window. So like when you blended in all those things together, 
like I'm like look I mean I I I love this family like I I like a hundred percent across the board love this family and I I hope that we get I don't I don't even know if I want them to try to go live action do you guys really want them to try to take this out of live action rather than just keep giving us animated movies I mean, I mean why to not continue both? the character, I'm completely fine with it because we need to continue to introduce color into this, you know, um, Marvel Hero Cinematic Universe that we're developing across all these different distributors and, and studios. Other than that, though, I mean, I'd be worried think... if we hadn't if, if, if the last few Spider-Man films weren't also fucking great. Right. Live action. So they are. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Yes, I do want them to do, do live action. <laughs> it's like, but but. I don't, maybe it's just um they did such a good job with who they paired to be his voice and how they've drawn him that I don't know anybody who actually can sit in that space. Like I I, I would love if they found a an unknown fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old to come in and, and play this, but that the edginess, especially in the third act of what they were able to do with Miles. And how they wrapped around the story, and there's this one cameo that that was that was hilarious to me. Um, I just I'm care I I don't I think I'm getting a little too protective of these characters, and I might and 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 I and the, they're setting the bar so high for live action, which I don't know if they can. That's the thing. I don't I don't think they are because the expectations can't be that live action is going to be able to live up to this. They it just, they can't, right? No, I mean, I mean the character depth and development and who they cast. I, I don't mean, mean what it looks like. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying what they can do there as well. Mm-hmm. It just, it's difficult. Like, for, for instance, they, there, there is a moment where there's nothing but spider mask and you can see everyone's expression. Despite mm-hmm. that they are all wearing masks. I don't know. In a, in a live action version. You can't do that. It's just very, it's very difficult. To do that. But with animation. I mean you can. Animation it just. It just, it just expands everything. All the capabilities now. That you can do if you're taking the time to do them can manifest into something this fucking beautiful on screen. So and I don't know, like my expectation at this point is I just want the I just want this trilogy <laughs> when it comes out on Blu-ray. Please. Oh yeah, I'm buying so I I'm can buying watch this it. box set. This is absolutely a buy. This is the media must buy. I saw an IMAX. Did you guys get it in IMAX? Was that I was that that was considered IMAX, right? No. Theater reason was IMAX, right? It's like so. baby IMAX. I don't think that was the IMAX theater we were in. Really? Yeah, that was no, the IMAX because we were on when we came in. You went to the right. Yeah, the IMAX theater is up and to the left, I believe. Uh-huh. See, I wouldn't know or, where it is. I think. Would you at least? Did you guys get this at least in RPX? I have no idea. I just know. I it don't know. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. This movie, 100 percent across the board, is worth seeing in IMAX. Like the color saturation that they use every inch of the screen all the way to the edges, the intentionalness of the shots, it is all amazing in IMAX. So go back, see it again, get your life like, all over again. This film actually, what's crazy is 
there is a villain in this film and then they don't have time for the villain with the way the story progressed. And it's, it's all, that's all I kept coming back. That's when I knew that this was not, this was going to be broken up into parts. I was like, bro, there are like 10 threads we've left hanging that are going to require some in-depth time to explore. Given the way this film has been running for the last, it has not, it is not just wasted opportunity. And it hasn't just fast-forwarded through things, right? It hasn't yada yada shit. So if they plan to keep that up, this has to be broken up. There's just no way, and there's no way, I'm sorry, but there really is I'm, I, this appreciation. I love going to the movies. I love movies. I love going to the movies. I do not. I don't care what nobody fucking says. I do not want to sit down and watch four to six hours worth of movies. Okay? I do not have the I do not have the capacity for it, the mental space or realty for it. I just do not. Like for me to fully appreciate this shit, I'm going to need to break it up. So like this idea that you're gonna sit and watch a four and a half hour fucking Zack Snyder dream verse film is it fuck out of here. I need my shit broken up. I mean, I look, I like I like stage plays, I like Broadway. I don't have a problem with an intervention or anything like that. I've done that. And I but I also like a perfectly well done product that then has me excited for there to be more and come back. So I didn't I didn't mind the fact that we're they didn't try to do all this at once. Again, I told you there are some of the themes that they play around with in this movie that aren't necessarily my favorite thing, but the movie is so well done that I was like, well that's just gonna have to be something that annoys me. But everything made sense. Everything was perfect. Five hours of this. Like I, I would watch it a play, watch it. I understand that no, I do. I can't. I, I'm sorry. My eyes were. <laughs> no, I'm My saying. I, look, give me an intermission. I'd have come back for the second half, and I'd have been good to go. But I also really thought that they ended this at a perfect beat, at a perfect moment, with an amazing shot. Which, by the way, I would also buy that. Still, turn it to a poster. I run it on my wall. But I thought it was. I thought it was a smart place. Everything. Way, I'm sorry. Just really real quick. Smart. I want to say the way they end this film is. That's what we want for a it's about family shot. <laughs> that's the real it's about family. Yeah, we forgot. We're, that's about family, not the other bullshit we were dealing with. Right. So, yeah. But I will say that, um, in my opinion, just based on what we've seen and what we know of the um, that other comic franchise, they should not have let this movie come out first. Oh, yeah, that's also about the deal with... <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't even care yeah. anymore. Uh, no, I just... I'm, I'm, just think, I'm just thinking, you know, I don't know how you do better than what we saw in the movie theater for this movie. I really, truly, honestly don't. Like, it plays to the source material. It's got an amazing cast that's used perfectly. It's got narrative cohesion. It's got excitement. It's got action. It's got pain. It's got suffering. It's got humor. And all of it they do without once neglecting the magic or the fantasy of what it is is the story that makes this beyond just a story about a kid who is hiding something from his parents and shit okay. gets real. I'm gonna That's say, what I'm, I'm saying. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have one of my moments where I don't say it, and then later on I go, I was thinking it. I should have said it. I'm gonna say it now. 
just betting on this country, just betting on how this country rolls. I'll put money on it that the film you're talking about is going to get a higher critic score in this film. Because that's how America rolls. Oh, no. This, this, no. this critic score is higher. I'm, right I'm now, is that 95%? I don't think the I, other films are going to come. Drop. I don't think it's going to drop. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The reason why I, I say that is because while we're hearing about the other film re- and screenings have happened and we're getting, you're hearing the good buzz, when you actually hear it from critics, they're like, it's fun, but it's a mess. So I don't think that critic score is going to be higher. The audience score might be up there. Yeah, maybe the audience score. I think, I think, I think, I think the critic score is good. I'm, talk, I'm not even talking about the audience score. They love, the, as far as I'm concerned, audiences love to get out the house. And if they pay for some shit, that ups their score like four points. Um, no matter how terrible it is, but 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 Miles is already sitting at 117 reviews, and I don't, I think, and I don't think that score is going to drop. Yeah, I'm not. It's actually gone up. Drop. To be perfectly honest, it's actually I'm gone not up. Telling you, hang on, what? I'm saying that I think the other film is going to come in at 95. Is going to get a higher critic score. You okay. think the, because... the you think the other film's pulling 100? percent No, I don't think it's. I think it might pull 96. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna call bullshit on that. I just yeah, saying, man, um, I'm I don't blink I do twice not, if you are not safe. I can see your face. Blink twice if critics. you need to be safe. Two I don't, things. I, I don't trust I don't trust critics and always bet on racism. I look, right. I will bet on racism at the end of the All year right. that they're gonna try not to give this movie its due. That I will give you. I think that that. Even they're if this is in the awards the conversation, they're going, they're going to, that people going to get funny acting at the end. But Ro, that I, film yeah. is going to get praised just for being better than the other bullshit that they have continued to try and praise at times. Okay. Okay. That's Maybe. what I'm betting on. I'm betting, like, there's, there's some people who can do good, mediocre, and then when they actually do good without the mediocre. All of a sudden, it's a fucking amazing. But films like this that have been amazing, this film should be at 100% from critics. Period. Period. It should be at 100%. Who are, who are the people that didn't like it that are film critics? Because they should be fucking fired. It who doesn't are? have to be that you don't like it for it not to be at 100% and you know it. And look, I told you, I think for some of the themes that get elevated in this movie, for some people watching it, mileage is going to vary about how they feel about them. And Bro, if they're critics... Rotten reviews. Eight motherfuckers gave this film a rotten review. Eight? Eight! That's, that doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you, those same eight motherfuckers who gave this a rotten review are going to give that other film a fresh as hell review. Yeah, okay, so I'm about to go look and see who these critics are because I think I'm not going to agree with you. Who are they? Let's be nosy. But this, man, should be so stupid sometimes. I just be looking, I be like, how, bro? How? The same critics that love X-Men films for the longest fucking time. Come on, bro. They're not that good. They're not, but even the X Men films didn't didn't get ninety six. 
I'm just I'm just yeah, okay. I'm looking at the people who have this is rotten. I mean, I'm sorry. They they shouldn't have been reviewing this movie. So <laughs> no offense. Like I look, agree. this is this is how I feel. This is how I feel. If you come into a movie in a world that you know has a lot of material and you suddenly are like, oh, there's so much here, it's bloated, because you don't understand what you're looking at. That's on you. That's not the movie. So I I maybe it's because I discount all of that across the board. Or maybe it's because I don't have a problem with a story that actually has a positive narrative around a clearly black presenting non-white nuclear family in the variety of how we think nuclear family and they play with the jokes and the sarcasm and all of those things around the stereotypes of how that's viewed and there's a scene in here with a guidance counselor that hmm but all of that stuff works so i really feel like people who are coming into this who are talking that mess they're going to be talking the same kind of mess about that other movie too because i'm looking at who these eight people are uh, three of them don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, and the other five don't like genre films. And of those five that don't like genre films, four don't like comic movies, and they think it's tedious serialization and just content farming. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think that I don't think that that other movie is gonna fare any well with the people who review like that. So I don't, I don't know if it. Can, I don't, I don't know. So I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it real simple for you. Here's why I don't think. Here's why I don't think that critic score is gonna be because critics have seen this movie. The seen that we're talking about the Flash. Uh, people, critics have seen critics have seen the Flash, right? If yeah, the, if, the right. So if the studio thought that they were going to get a ninety five percent from critics, the embargo date would have changed, and those scores would already be out. They are not. We'd be able to see them, and we'd be able to see them. So because right. this movie has been screening for weeks now. So this is what I again we don't this harp on this, but I'm just gonna say I hear what you're saying, Brandon. I understand why you're skeptical and things like that. I'm just saying, so I'm saying ain't no ain't no I, way I, in I hell. Hope I'm wrong because that's because I hate when that shit happens. I think I, I think I don't think this. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen, but I don't think it won't be because they don't want it to. If that makes sense, I don't think they'll be able to make it happen. I thought it was interesting that we're getting three, three or four screeners after the embargo's up. Because of a week what? after the embargo's up. Of what? Okay. A flash. It's because they're stacking. Like, I, look, I was going through my email earlier, mm-hmm. and there are screenings that I can't go to because they have us double and triple booked, and it's already it's only fucking June. Well, it's it, because they're doing such messy stuff that now they're having to come back and add screenings to things. Well, it's partly that, but it's also because this movie needs to do well. They spent over two hundred plus million dollars has been delayed right. and everything like that. And it literally is launching. Oh, yeah, they also, yeah, they're also launching their new DC universe. They, also, they, have, they have a lot of faith in this film. A lot. I don't think they it's faith. I think, it's, I, I think there's a, there's, I don't think it's faith that they have a lot of thing in that they need, they just need to, yeah. So. I, I, yeah, no, but I, no, I, I get it. I get it. I just, I just, like it just it just feels like everything I read every like I'm see it just feels like they're feeling themselves a lot. Well, they Over. should be. I mean, that look that of course they're feeling themselves. They're like they, there's a certain segment that's always going to go and they're going to get that money. But I truly, honestly think bringing it back to Spider Verse, this movie kind of blew a lot of people out of the water in ways that they weren't anticipating. And I think this movie is a family movie. It's a movie for people who like 
animated movies that don't play down in age. Um, that this is an action adventure movie. It's a comic movie. So I think the Venn diagram of all the people who will be interested in this movie may be a bit more extensive. You are muted, my friend. A bit more extensive than that uh, than just what may come to the Flash, even including Hate Watchers. But I just this movie was damn near flawless. Just damn near flawless. Yeah. All right, what, what would y'all give it out of 10? This is a 9.5 for me. Brandon? Oh, this is, I mean, this is, this is a 10 out of 10. This is a 10 out of 10. No, that's a kind of fair. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at a 10. <laughs> I don't, if, I'm not if even I gave it anything less than that, you could just, I'm just lying my, most of my review. My excitement was full. It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I might even take away from <laughs> anything. I'm, it's 10. I'm at a 9.5. I'm probably Yeah. So, um, yeah. We, what we'll do is, um, we'll try to figure out a time to get a spoiler review out there because there's so much to talk about with yeah. this. Um, Are we going to try to do this one after Deep Palm has seen it? Because I would really enjoy. I'm going to try to. Daniel. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Um, and, um, like I said, because I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try to see. He'll probably see it soon, and so we'll try to get him on for that. We also need to do a spoiler review for that other movie, Flash, or the, not Flash, the, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the... Uh, X? Yeah. X marks the family? Yeah, so we, we need to do that, so. Um, <laughs> all right. Um... Cool, but um, yeah, folks. Uh, we obviously we'll have some reviews of the Flash uh coming up soon as well, and some other things. So stay tuned. We got more things coming out on Movie Trailer Reviews. Thank you guys for subscribing. Uh, Movie Trailer Reviews, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.